And welcome back, my Faithful Led Tribe. It is I, your Faithful Led host, Sean Romero, coming back to you again, once again, with another fire episode. Let me tell you something. This next person that we have on, at, we tried it before, and it didn't really work. So now this is take two. We're going to be completely honest. This is take two, but it's going to be just as great as before. But before we get into it, before I introduce my next guest, I want you guys to go ahead and go get subscribe, click on the link leave a comment on on the show it really does help out the ministry because you just never know who needs to hear this word today we have mr jake anderson jake and jake anderson and i you know we go back a little bit but he's also an entrepreneur he's had brick and mortar businesses he knows what he's talking about he's been in business for a long long time and he's already started to come up with his he built his own program that he's going to talk about a little bit today called brainiacs it is an incredible incredible program we spent an entire hour just discussing this outside of this and just breaking down pretty much every nuance and i'm telling you this is something that if you're an entrepreneur you need this is something that you really need to do and it's not about getting you know, buying a high priced item or anything like that. This is about invent, you know, investing in yourself. And that's what really entrepreneurship is all about. So without any further ado, Jake, what's up, brother? Welcome to the show. What's up, Sean? I appreciate you having me, man. It's, it's always a pleasure chatting with you and talking about business and life and, you know, uh, just all this. I always, always look forward to our conversations and thank yeah. you so much for having me on the show. Yeah, man. No problem, man. I, I feel the same way, man. We always, you know, we have that connection and we have that entrepreneur, you know, mentality, that, that spirit, you know, and especially now with this whole coronavirus stuff, a lot more people I feel are going to be, you know, wanting to do entrepreneurship. They're going to want to be, instead of having to rely on, a, you know, a brick and mortar business. I mean, a lot of people are going to go back to that, but right now there's so many people that are going to be out of work that they're going to want to build something for themselves. So, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit more about yourself, where you started and how you got to the point where you're at now? Yeah. So, you know, my entrepreneurial journey technically got started in 2008. So it's been about 12 years now. I've really been in the game. I got bit by the bug of entrepreneurship when I was 18 years old, which was 2000, I guess, 2001. Or 2002, I never get the math right in my head, but it was 18 years old. I'm 36 now, so half my life I've been <laughs> driven by entrepreneurship. And when I got started, I the first four years of, of, of business was not successful for me. I won't use that F word, that failure word. We'll just say it wasn't successful. Um, I had a partnership and it didn't work out for many reasons. So I decided to disband from that and take what I had learned through those four years, which there was tons of learning lessons, and I applied it to launching my first actual real business that generated traction and success, but it all came from those learning experiences from, the, from those four years. That business was in, and still is actually, I still currently own it to this day, uh, in the special events industry, and it was event lighting design, uh, an event lighting design company. So for weddings and different special occasions, we also work with some fortune 500 companies on their big corporate celebration oh, events wow, too. Awesome. So everything from the small intimate wedding up to the, you know, fortune, actually some of them fortune 100 companies uh, that we are doing services for and with lighting wow. for their events. So that, that business really took off uh, from the minute I launched it actually from the day I launched it 
and it just it doubled in size the first four years. Uh, in 2016, I actually stepped out of the day-to-day operations to serve solely at the visionary role, which I call it like the actual entrepreneur's seat, the position of the entrepreneur where you have a company and you're the visionary and you're not so much inundated in the day-to-day operations. You're there to kind of lead and give direction. So that happened in 2016. 2017, um, I decided to, and I think this is something really important for your audience to hear because at the end of the day, what really matters is not like the business is secondary in my life, right? Really, it's even three down. It's God, it's my family, and then it's my business. Right. And at that time, I was living in Richmond, Virginia, which is where my business is currently headquartered. And I knew that my family, myself, we just needed a reset and we needed to be closer to, to, to family. We didn't have any family in Richmond. So I decided to make a bold move and actually move three hours from the company to my hometown in Roanoke, Virginia, which is kind of Southwest Appalachian mountain, Blue Ridge area. If anybody's familiar with that part of the world. So that's where I currently live now. And and I moved three hours. And what, what, what allowed me to do that was having really airtight systems in place. And of course, a really good team, a strong team that could run the operations, a good solid culture. So that was 2017. And then 2018, I had realized that, you know, this, I had lost a lot of passion for that particular industry. I was kind of ready to close the chapter. So that's when I got started in the online space and I was working on building a SaaS. I was trying to figure out like, what's the next step for me? And I I didn't know what that was. I really just kind of racked my brain for a while trying to figure out exactly how I wanted to serve. So I decided to start building a SaaS, which is software as a service. So a software application. Um, And then I was writing a book and that ended up not working out because I wasn't completely aligned with my core and exactly how I wanted to serve. I was using, I call it one dimensional awareness in my business decision which we can talk about that a little bit because that really goes into the program that I've created on how to find clarity as a, as a business owner. Um, and then in 2019, after I had invested all this money and this time into this software and writing a book, I had realized that I wasn't as aligned with this mission as I should be and made a pretty tough decision at that day on that or during that time that I needed to shelf this project and really start back from scratch. So that's when I went into this obsessive mode to figure out clarity. Like how do you find clarity as an entrepreneur? That's so hard for a lot of people. And we all struggle with it. You know, when you're trying to think like, well, who do I serve and how should I serve and what kind of business should I start? And what's the one, what's the thing for me? Like what's the impact that I can leave on this world and trying to figure all that out. I realized I had made a pretty big mistake by picking a, a journey that wasn't completely aligned with me. So I became obsessed with that. And after a few months, I, I really got into publishing, doing podcasts. I actually launched my own podcast, which I've since, you know, decided to pause for, for a period of time because I'm, you know, I'm figuring out how to kind of put this order in place for publishing and for these platforms. And then it led into, uh, after actually Funnel Hacking Live, which is the big event on year. At that point in time, I was able to actually inter- interact with a lot of entrepreneurs, especially digital marketers or in the online space. 
And that's when my calling started to really come into perspective for me exactly how I should be serving. And that's when I launched the whole Brainiacs mission. I got my Facebook group started. I wrote this new program. It comes with the interactive ebook. It's all integrated within my Facebook group. And, uh, and I've got a lot more you know, things that I have planned out for that particular community moving forward. And here I am now doing a lot of podcasts, talking about this mission and helping and just being here to serve, just being here to help people that are entrepreneurs, specifically ones that are trying to build an online business and even more specifically within the knowledge industry, because I love the brilliance. I love the ability to use knowledge as the vehicle to get people to that next desired after state and to help them get transformation in their life. And, and, and more importantly than the knowledge is actually the implementation of the knowledge because knowledge without motion or action is meaningless. It has no real value unless you actually put it to action. So even diving down another layer here of, of exactly how I'm serving, I'm really focusing pretty heavily on the actual implementation piece and helping people put things to action, how they can figure out how to make it applicable to their personal situation. And uh, that's where I'm at today. So that's the story in the shortest way I can possibly tell it without making it into, it's like the question of where did you come from in your background is always the question. I'm always trying to tweak and make better because I have a tendency to dive down rabbit holes. And before you know it, the hour's up and it's like, dude, we haven't got anything else. You told me this story. So hopefully I did okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) You did just fine there, brother. You did just fine, man. So, you know, I mean, just like any entrepreneur, you know, it's, it, it is definitely a journey and it's definitely something that you, you have to have within you. Not everybody wants it. It's the same thing. Like not everybody wants a Ferrari or a Lamborghini or whatever. Somebody much want like an old truck, you know what I mean? And they're just happy with that. You know, um, mm-hmm. you know, we're as, as entrepreneurs, we just have that drive to say, you know what? I can't be bogged down by something. I don't want to be working that nine to five and really onto the entrepreneurship spirit really is what built, what we have today, you know, in the United States and in, and in a lot of places around the world. So, you know, when you built your first company, your lighting company, you're doing really, really well. You know, what made you really want to branch out and say, you know what, I want something different. I want, I want to do coaching. I want to be able to, you know, directly impact people's lives. So it really starts in the very beginning when I made the decision to actually pursue that business venture um, and, and this, this is part of the growth phase where when you are making a, a major decision for your business, and I call it four-dimensional awareness or your awareness pillars, I looked specifically at the opportunity to make money with that decision, right? It was, I found myself in this place. I was, I was working under a mentorship with somebody who had a lot of success just in the really in the concert side of thing but it put me in the special events industry and i found a niche through just exploring that market for so long that lighting design was a underserved area and it was something i started to gain traction on and being kind of a blossoming entrepreneur i was so excited about just seeing myself make money as an entrepreneur that i got really caught up into it But what I didn't think about, what I didn't consider was the commitment that I was 
what I was committing myself to. And does this really align with my core, those awareness pillars? Does it align with my value system? Does it really line, align with my vision for legacy? Uh, is, it, is it something that adheres to my, I call it your magnetic field, like the things you're just naturally attracted to. So even though I had that honeymoon phase in the beginning of being excited about making money and seeing, seeing that roll in, eventually that wears off and the reality kind of sets in and you see their actual commitment that you're in. Well, that put me in a really dark place for many, many years. When, when I say many years, you know, from the time I launched it in 2012, um, really 2015, I remember finding myself in my business coach's office crying just in tears because I was so miserable with what I was doing. And that's when I decided to leave the day-to-day operations. So really from that point on, I had already planned on how can I exit this situation and find the thing that really is more meaningful to me and how I want to serve because I knew that I decided on a commitment that didn't completely align with my core. And that put me into discovery phase and looking for what's that thing for me. So I had a couple years of discovery and really finding that new mission for myself and through a lot of reflection, through a lot of just being of myself and having that like place of holding space and really putting me under a microscope and understanding what is it for Jake? What's the thing that I need to be doing? What's my calling from God to serve? And that's when, after a, after a period of time, I actually got to a place where I found my calling and that I decided to pursue it. And that calling was serving the knowledge industry. And it came from a more meaningful place. Like I actually used clarity and frameworks to help me figure that out. So that's, that's actually like the program that I teach is like how to get that clarity around how you want to serve because I know how much it can, how damaging it can be if you choose a venture or you choose a, a path that you haven't fully flushed out as far as the alignment between that decision and the core of yourself. Right. So that's what happened. It was just a discovery phase. And I knew that, and this is, this is what really happens. You know, when you feel like you have to force yourself to do the work, when you wake up in the morning, you're like, I got to deal with this today. Yeah, (laughs) That's when you, that's when, when you start feeling that it's time to start thinking exit strategy because as an entrepreneur, you've got to be fired up, passionate about how you're serving. And if that's not the situation, then that's the, that's that at that point, your company, even though my company still continued to grow and then wasn't completely correlated with that passion, I could definitely see the the future here where eventually I'm going to get to a point where I'm, I'm so tired of forcing myself to serve in this space that I, as the entrepreneur, as a leader to this business is going to crumble, deteriorate and vanish. And the company is going to go down with it um, mm-hmm. because it all starts with you as the entrepreneur and trickles down from there to the rest of the business. You know, I, I like what you're saying, you know, having to serve because, you know, we all serve and especially as, you know, as, as believers, you know, where does your faith fit into this and how, how did that, did that have any kind of, you know, bearing on, you know, the direction that you wanted to go, especially as wanting to deal with in the knowledge industry and help people become more knowledgeable, become a better leaders to coach themselves and stuff like that. How, how did that, did, how did that fit in? Yeah. I, 
everything starts with faith, in my opinion. Like, I, I think everything starts with faith. And when you go into these decisions on how to serve, you need to start with what is God's calling for me, right? And you need to have that relationship with God first and foremost, because when you have that relationship, you're going to pursue those decisions with faith and with direction from God. And I think that that allows you to have alignment and it allows you to, you're kind of combining that with, you know, specific framework. And I have frameworks, right? So it was like, what's, what's the thing <laughs> that's going to help me figure this out? Right. And the, 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 the prerequisite to that is first having faith with God and understanding you know, let me, let me have, let me lean into this relationship here and let God guide me to figuring out the framework that I need to figure out the way I need to serve. And that was, that was the, that was the way it impacted me. I've, I've, I've honestly become far more spiritual in, especially in recent years since I've started this process. And I firmly believe that this experience has brought me closer to God you know, and it's, it's allowed me to, you know, humble myself, you know, despite like, yes, there's been success there, but it's not, it's not the way God needs me to serve. That's not the way he wants me to serve. And, and I'm getting the signals here that this is not the right path I should be taking. So that guidance triggers you to say, okay, it's time to shift. It's time to rethink this. It's time to figure out what's the new path. God lead me, show me the new path. And that's where spirituality, that's where faith fits in. Right. Uh, you know, that's, that's really a great way to look at it because, you know, it, it is a leap of faith. It really truly is a leap of faith because you don't know where you're going to land. You don't know what's going to happen. And, and it's kind of like what's going on today where, you know, there's so much things, everything just pretty much got upended and nobody knows where they're going to land. Nobody knows for sure how they're going to land on their feet, you know, how they're going to pick themselves back up, you know, and it's that leap of faith that's having that foundation of faith that's really going to help you move forward. So, you know, what do you, who do you, what do you tell someone when they're in that position of to pivot? And I call it a pivot point because it really is, that's when you got to shift gears and pivot yourself to what you want to be more aligned with, what's in line with, with your, your faith, what your goals are and what God is really trying to tell you and put you through. What do you tell a person when they're going through that that beginning phase, how to set themselves up to really be in tune with what maybe God is telling them, but also what's in their heart? Well, the, I think the, the first, first thing you need to do is ask yourself, why? Why do I need to pivot? Why do I feel this way? And ask a lot of questions of why this is happening to me. And why is my heart or my gut or just this core right here? Why is this telling me that we need to make a change? And once you understand the answer to that question, then that's going to give you clarity on what the new path should look like. So at that point in time, for me, in that major pivotal moment, I knew that my why, my answer to that question of why should I pivot was because I'm forcing myself to take action. I'm not happy. I'm not as you know, present with my family as I should be. This just doesn't feel like the life for me. And 
the answer to that question says, okay, well, what would that situation look like for that to be true? Right. So that's when you go into the actual framework of figuring out how to get that answer. And, and, I, and, that's, and that's what, just as much as I was trying to figure out that answer, I was also trying to figure out what's the process to actually get that answer. Right. And that was that because people can just kind of run, run circles in their head about what should I do and how should I serve and I'm not happy and how can I be happy? And if there's an actual, I'm very methodical in just how I operate personally. And I'm like, I need to have a process. I need to have something that I can go through that can give me answers to what I need. And that's what I've, that I was figuring that out almost just as much, if not more than I was trying to figure out the actual, what's the pivotal move. So in, in 2019, when I decided to shelf that big project, I realized at that point in time that this is not aligning with my core. So let's figure out how I can figure out, I want to figure out how I can figure out how to gain clarity as an entrepreneur. And right. then that's going to be an extremely powerful framework for somebody, not only myself, but other people that can be part of how I serve others because I know so many people are dealing with that situation. Um, so that's, that's what happened. You know, cause there's going to be a lot of people now that are going to wake up and they're not going to know their, their life is going to be completely changed. If, if not already, uh, millions of people lives are completely changed and yeah. they're, you know, it's never going to be the same and you never want to go back to normal cause nothing's ever really truly normal. And if you really, tr really want to think about it, if you're normal, then you're just really kind of going with the flow. You're really not being, you know, true to yourself, true to your core, true to what God wants you, you to do, what's been put in your heart so you can achieve that, you know? So when you get to that point and you're actually starting that pivot and, and how, how do you think that a person can get more clarity? Because, you know, the first thing they're going to say is like, you know, I don't know. I've never been in this position before. I've never had to answer this type of question. You know, what, what are you, some of the things that you think, what, what are some of the things that you actually uh, had to answer? You know, how, what are some of those questions that you answered, you know, when you were going through your phase? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. It's like, what do you do to get clarity? Right. right. Well, that's, that's where in, in, in the framework that I have for this, that worked really, really well for me and I'm testing it right now on others. And I'm starting to find that they're getting similar results is in fact, today, somebody just told me, dude, you just flipped my business completely upside down. And I'm like, good, because that's what happened to me when I had, <laughs> when I was finding clarity, everything got flipped upside down. <laughs> and that's a good thing. That means that now that I have clarity, I can see where I'm making a mistake or I can see where I'm going in the wrong direction. So what I, what I suggest to do, and I call it multidimensional awareness where there are four, I call them four awareness pillars. It's your origin, it's your legacy, it's your magnetic field, and then it's your resources. Mm -hmm. So, and I'll go through these very quickly one by one, and you, can, and you can do this if you're listening, like practice this and see how it works on you. So with origin and your magnetic field, I wanted to start with those two. The process is reflection. You have to reflect in the past, take snapshots, and see what the story is telling you about yourself. With origin, the answer you're trying to obtain from that are your core values. So your core values are essentially the operating system to how, to like your beliefs. It's, it's how you actually 
run yourself as a person and what's your belief system? What are, what are the unspoken rules, so to speak, of how you operate? And as you go back through the past, you'll look at different experiences and those experiences will reveal to you your core values. An example of that, and I'll use, an, I'll use a business example, and this is one of my core values, experience is your product. That is a core value of mine. That isn't something I just made up. It's, it came from an actual past experience in business. And what happened when I started my first business, I knew that like when I was kind of exploring the turf and I was getting started, I felt as if, if I'm going to serve, the best thing I can do is just focus on the actual experience that somebody has with me and, and working with me, even if it's lighting rentals and just their, their actual physical fixtures. And to some, it can feel almost like a commodity. In fact, my competition treated it like that, which is why I stood out so much is because I actually crafted an experience around working with me in that capacity. And I saw how powerful that was. And that's when I decided this is a core value. This is how I will always operate in business. I'm always going to think about the experience first, more so than the actual product itself, because really the experience is what people are paying for. They're right. paying for that experience to get those results. So you go through that, you're reflecting back and you're trying to like pull out those core values and that establishes this like consistent DNA of how you operate as a person, which will then turn into how you operate as an entrepreneur. Then the other thing is I call it your magnetic field. So like a magnet, you have the north, the north and the south. And if the two norths are trying to touch, they like, they fight, they, it's forced. You have to right. force it to touch. Whereas if the north and the south are trying to touch, it's just, it just goes right together naturally, almost without it, without any, it's natural. It doesn't even feel like you have to move it. Right. Well, that's the same, that's the same thing applies with people. When you reflect, again, you're reflecting back on your past. Think about projects you've worked on. Think about jobs you've worked. Think about those commitments you've taken on and look at that and think to yourself and ask yourself, what are commitments that I had to force myself to do? And what are the commitments that were just naturally attractive to me that just almost felt second nature? It was effortless. I didn't even have to actually force myself to do anything. In fact, I looked forward to doing that, that job. Well, that's telling you something in your head that you are actually like, this is part of how you should be serving. You should be serving in that field of attraction of what attracts you in terms of commitments. So for me, I knew that, and I'll talk about something I had to force myself to do that I didn't realize until I went through this experience of business. I don't want to be a service provider. I, I don't want to be some, and what I mean by that is I don't want to be, I have to force myself to work on something that is offered as a deliverable to a client. Like, like I thought about doing graphic design or having a, a marketing agency because in my mind it was, well, I'm really, really understand branding and there's a lot of knowledge there probably would be really good at it, but I had to force myself to do that work because I just, it just, I just do. It's not that there's anything wrong with it, but for me, I have to force myself to do that work. Right. So I'm not going to pursue that because if I'm having to force myself to do that type of commitment, then I'm only going to be, my, my level of potential is going to be limited if I'm having to force myself, right? right? Are you going to run faster if you're running through water or are you going to run faster if the wind's behind you moving you, right? It's the same right. thing. So then you move over to the projection side where you're actually looking at your present state and projecting forward. And that's when you get into legacy and then your resources, 
So legacy is starting with the end in mind. And I'm talking about on your funeral day. And what does that look like? What does winning mean to you? And what is your legacy? What is your, le how, how would your legacy be defined? If people were walking around at your funeral, what kind of things would they say about you? Sure. What do you want to leave behind on this, in, on this world? And oftentimes, and I see this and, and I understand that the intention is probably more genuine than what it appears, but people get so caught up into how many millions they can make and how much money they can make. Let me ask you something. Do you, do you, do you see people walking around your funeral asking yourself or talking about you in this capacity of, yeah, I remember Sean. You remember that day Sean made $10,000? That was amazing, right? No, people aren't <laughs> going to talk about that. People are going to talk about the impact that you made on their lives. That's, right. That's what you need to be thinking about. And then you reverse engineer back and you not, not necessarily reverse engineer back. Sorry. I didn't mean it. I misspoke there. It's not reverse engineering, but you, you take it from that point and you pull it back to your present. And as you go through life, making business decisions, you need to be asking yourself, does this align with my path to legacy? And if it does be open-minded to it, consider it. If it doesn't, then don't, don't consider it. Uh, and then you get into resources. Resources are the things that probably most people are familiar with and what most people use when they're making business decisions. They're looking at their skills. They're looking at their money. They're looking at their time. They're looking at their energy. They're looking at their connections. And those are your resources. And you need to consider that too. But that's not the only thing you should consider. You got to look at your values, your legacy, and what are the commitments that you're naturally attracted to and consider all dimensions of awareness. And that's, that's the framework that I use for all major business decisions. And if it doesn't align and I go through kind of a quick in my head questions that I ask to see if it actually aligns with those four pillars in congruency, then if it does, it makes sense. I'm going to pursue it. And typically what happens is the, actual outcome or more that you're going to have more long-term results because you're making that comprehensive decision on how you need to move forward with something. Right. So that's, that's the way to get clarity is like use those four awareness pillars and run your business decisions. Like if you want to go into entrepreneurship, cool, that's awesome. Run it through your four awareness pillars. Have you thought about the commitment of entrepreneurship? I, it, maybe it's not for you and that's okay. It's, it, but if it is, then you need to think about what type of entrepreneur you want to be. How right. do you want to serve? Right. And, and is that something like, that's when you have to take it like a level deep, deeper than, than just, okay, I made the decision. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. Cool. Now, how do I want to serve? And right. who do I want to serve? And right. where do I want to serve? And then you keep aligning all those pillars with those different decisions. And then that's going to help you kind of stay on that path of continuity toward your legacy. So yeah, that's, that, that's, that's the, that's the, that's the secret sauce that I have for, for clarity. <laughs> and, and, those, and that's great because, you know, if somebody needs that start and I think that you sharing that people are going to have better clarity because they're going to understand like, okay, these, if these four pillars, if, if I implement these and adapt to these four pillars, how much more information can I filter through and how much more, you know, specific can I be and be more aligned to what, I is in my heart, but also with what maybe God is telling me and what I'm, I'm truly destined to be, you know, so, which is, which is awesome. So, so tell us a little bit more about your brainchild, man. Brainiacs. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I just launched it. Uh, I guess it's been a week, 
a week now. Let's see, what is it? No, two weeks. Gosh, time flies. I, I completely lose track time, lose track <laughs> of time anymore. I guess it's been two weeks now and it's been great. So I, I launched it actually on my 36th birthday, which was April 10th. And uh, from that point on, um, it's been just the, the amount of movement and traction has, 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 has exceeded my expectations to be brutally honest. I, I, I had in my, 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 my mind that this was going to kind of grow at a certain pace, but within that first, first week, I actually established a joint venture partnership. So I've got a team now, um, from the first week of launching nice. and what we, what we, what we're doing. And by the way, I mean, this could be almost a whole nother episode, but aligning or creating those alliances with people in business is one of the best things you could ever do. And when you actually have a team and you have good relationships there and everybody's congruent with the vision and exactly what's happening, what we're building, it's really amazing. Um, and you'll see things happen a lot faster for your business. So what I've created is so Brainiacs, so Brainiac Moguls is the name of my Facebook group. So I've got a Facebook group and that's really the primary platform where I'm serving. I'm doing a training series. I'm bringing in guest interviews. Uh, I just did a mini intensive this week on how to build your business backbone. I just talked about multidimensional awareness. That's the first actual day of that mini intensive. There's actually an inner, there's an interactive ebook called business backbone. It's the cure to entrepreneurial paralysis. It helps people gain clarity, get moving, get, get into action. But what it really gives you more so than anything is that backbone, that foundation that you can use as you move forward in your entrepreneurial journey, you'll actually know exactly how you should progress forward and having that backbone makes things much clearer, much easier for you to progress. So if you're somebody that is wanting to take that leap into entrepreneurship and you're kind of like, I don't really know where to start. This is a really good place to start because you're actually going to start from a place of foundation versus right. chasing business opportunities all over the internet. Um, so the, the core mission here with Brainiacs is I'm helping entrepreneurs build and grow a thriving online knowledge business that measures results by transformations over transactions. Like that's my mission statement. That's awesome. And the reason it's the reason I have that, and there's, there's a lot of meaning behind it, but more specifically, I am more focused on how can I help people get transformational results within this particular area of, of the knowledge industry. And, and, and that's the way I measure results more so than, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm a capitalist. I believe in, you know, making money you need. It has a very specific purpose. I'm not, I don't have that kind of negative relationship towards money, but when it comes to this, especially this particular industry, and really should be that like this with anything you're doing, I'm looking at this as this is something that I'm giving people knowledge or I'm selling people knowledge and it's there with the intended purpose to get them to a, a desired after state. Okay. And in this case, it's more about building a knowledge business. So when I look at the programs that I'm creating, I am thinking first and foremost, what can, what can I build here that is going to lead to actual real transformation? That's, that's priority number one. And then transactions and actually being able to monetize it is obviously important, but it's not as important as the transformation that's created from it. So that's, that's the mission and, and the vehicle that's being used or that I'm really focusing on is the implementation factor. And I had mentioned this a little bit earlier where 
knowledge without motion, knowledge without action is meaningless. It's worthless. So the only way to put it in action is through implementation. So you have courses, you have um, coaching and things like that. There's different knowledge products. Sometimes you might do virtual summits. There's different things that you can use to help people get to that desired after state. I'm trying to figure out what, how can this be designed in a way that, uh, that aids the action taking process for people. So I'm looking into uh, various neuroscience or neuropsychology type techniques. Uh, I was in a program and I'm actually in the process of getting my coaching certification. Uh, it was led by Dennis Waitley, who was one of the pioneers of neuroscience and I, it was called the neuropsychology of winning. So I went through this whole neuroscience program that I'm going to be using to kind of aid these implementation models because as you're going through this training, if you can create these new neural pathways in your brain that leads to performance, right. um, that, that's, that's something that really helps with the action process of implementation. Okay. So getting creative from that standpoint of, and these are things like he used this on Olympic athletes, like before they would actually go and perform, he would test like visualization exercises for them that would, that, where they would actually imagine themselves running the race in their head. Mm -hmm. and that he went through different practices and then that led to the, to better performance during the actual race. So trying to figure out how can that integrate into knowledge products, um, along with just thinking and considering real human behavior. Uh, cause people now we have all, we all have very short attention spans. It's, it, it, you can get overwhelmed. You can get distracted really easy. So thinking about the environments that people are actually learning in, um, like all that's getting, being considered in these implementation models that I'm creating. That's awesome. I, and, you know, especially with the visual visualization models, I mean, you know, people, you, you know, again, we're have everything at our fingertips today, you know, everything is instantaneous and where, you know, we don't really use our imaginations as much or it's more difficult because we're having to try and think ahead four or five steps rather than just sitting there having that moment of, you know, calm and peace, you know, to really get to visualize. So that's really, really, you know, a, a great concept for, and, and a great thing to teach others how to really be visual so that way they can be more specific and, and really figure out what it is that is, is there. So, so that's really awesome. So, you know, I mean, how's it going so far? I mean, you said, you know, just started two weeks ago. So, you know, what is, what's some of the success stories? Have you had any success stories? What's, what's going on? Yeah. So, um, absolutely. I just finished today, actually. Uh, I did a four, uh, four day mini series called, it was a mini intensive and it was inside the Facebook group where each day I took one vertebrae of the business backbone and I taught on that vertebrae. So there's four vertebrae. There's multidimensional awareness, which is vertebrae one. And then you have uh, thriving relationships, number two, number three are market dynamics, and then four is innovating your niche. And they all dovetail with each other. So after you go through multidimensional awareness, it actually applies to your relationships. Like you use this, I call it the three point people test where you're looking, like when you think about a relationship and business is all about relationships. I mean, you have relationships with your clients, you have relationships with uh, your, your partners, your vendors, your people that are brand partners, um, you know, different publications, like your podcast, like these are all relationships that we have. So you have to have some understanding of the type of people you want to have a relationship with. And then you get in the market dynamics. And then the actual last, the last piece of this is figuring out your niche. 
which is where a lot of entrepreneurs make a mistake. They try to figure out their niche too soon. It's like you're, you're, you're trying to figure out step four when you haven't even figured out step one yet. You, you mentioned that a minute ago, people get caught up in steps five, six, or seven, and they're still on step one. So that goes into the implementation piece. It's like, let's do this in the correct order methodically versus hopping around across all these different steps and get focused. So the results, like for today, um, I, had, I had asked at the very end, I said, listen, this was free training and it's still free training. It said, I want a testimonial or, or I, I want a testimonial only and only if you felt like this made an impact on you. I don't, if, 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 if this didn't do anything for you, then I don't want your testimonial. Like, and I say that with all sincerity, I appreciate, you know, any support you're willing to give. Cause sometimes people will do that. They're like, Oh, you know, this guy really tried. I don't know. This will help him. Right, and right. I'm a testimonial to help him. It's like, I only want this if you actually felt like it, you, you deserved it. And I started seeing comments coming in and I started receiving testimonials today from people saying, man, this like, really changed my world. Thank you so much. And it's like almost tear to my tears to my eyes, just seeing that kind of feedback, because that's the story of transformation that you're seeing right before your eyes that you've served and you put out something for, for people to use as a tool to help them get to a new after state. And people are giving you feedback that is actually helping them. So today was, I would consider today a pretty major win because what I'm trying to figure out at the moment in time is how, how effective is this program right now? What's working? Where are the holes? How do I fill the holes? And it's testing and optimizing at this current time. So there's going to be a version two that's going to be more optimized. And that's also the version where I'm going to start instituting the neuropsychology piece to it, where I'm going to have visualization exercises and things like that. that's going to help people get through it. But I'd say I'm pretty happy right now. I'm very happy to see that people are um, responding really well to it. Uh, they were committed to it. And uh, that's all I can ask for at this point in time is just to see that people are getting results and they're committing to it. And, and from then, that point on, I just keep moving on through my journey and optimize and test and keep building out more products that I can help people with. That's awesome. So, so who would be able to take your course? Who, who would you be like your perfect client that you would want to, you know, they come across this and say, Hey, this is absolutely perfect for you. Who, who would you be, who are you marketing this to? So that the avatar that I'm really seeking out is the entrepreneur who is more they're, 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 they have in their mind that they want to build a legacy brand, right? They're more of the long-term gain type entrepreneur. I'm not like, <laughs> I was, I was in the fact, I think I might go live on my page sometime pretty soon. Cause as I'm going through this, I'm thinking to myself, this is the least sexy thing I think I've ever done in business. It's because <laughs> it's, it's because it's just the, like, this is the deep work. Like I know, like, in fact, there was one person um, halfway through, she's like, when are we going to get to the good stuff? I'm like, I get the first two modules. We're talking about awareness. Like we're not talking about how you can make $10,000 in five days type stuff. Like I'm helping you do the deep work right now because this needs to be done if you want to build a long-term business. And this particular person, by the way, is on their fifth business in the past 18 months. So it's like, you're not really my avatar because you're thinking too short term. 
and you're you're not maybe maybe by following me enough in my journey that will change you'll have a paradigm shift and you'll have that moment of clarity where it's like you know what i'm tired of just chasing all these business opportunities so the people who are really i feel like are coming to me and that the type of person that i'm seeing that's really attracted to this are a they're rising entrepreneurs they want to build a business specifically in the online space specifically using knowledge products that's something that they in even e-commerce people you can still have knowledge products and that that have a place for your e-commerce platform if you're selling physical products so that person that wants that type of business and I have also noticed because your avatar, as you start to put out your message, you start to see like the type of people who are really connecting to it. And it's been the people who are fed up with the shiny objects. I, I'm seeing a tremendous amount of people that are like, you know what? I'm tired of just dumping money and all these business opportunities for how I can make a million dollars a year in passive income. And I actually, I, I want to build a real business that's transformational that builds long-term legacy brand yeah. and if that's the kind of business you want to build you're going to fit really well in my community if you're looking for the quick money grab type stuff the how can i make my first you know ten thousand dollars in the next 30 days kind of stuff which i personally don't align with that very well it's just not my philosophy but if that's you you're just you're not going to be a good fit for my community but right. if you're really interested in building that long-term legacy brand you really are into the transformational results and, and actually getting people the results that you're promising and that's really part of your mission then you're going to fit really well with with the community and the mission and the journey that i'm that i'm putting out for those people so that's awesome so you know as we close this up man what's the one thing you want people to take away from this and and as they start their new journey either in entrepreneurship or really starting their new life you know with after this whole coronavirus stuff what is the one thing you want people to remember you know about you what is it that you want them to take away and to be able to build on their own legacy so i i would say the one thing is <sighs> There's a lot of one things that I can, that's like crossing my mind right now. Um, let me give you, can I give you two one things? Is that Absolutely. okay? Go for two, it, man. Yeah. Let me, let me give you two things. Go for it. <laughs> I wanna, I, the, the, there's a reason for this. Um, let me give you the, the thing that right now, giving what we're dealing with right now in this crisis, you need to start documenting your journey. Um, you need to start make, putting out content. You need to start documenting your journey, publishing even if you don't have a business idea, you need to start putting out content and, and, and doing it consistently because that was something I did back in October. And I can tell you that those efforts have really paid off for my launch. I mean, when I actually got to the point of launching, I was getting messages from people like, man, I'm so happy to see, like following your journey has been amazing. And it's like people are watching and they're, and they're inspired by it. It gives people hope when they can see you go from, I don't know what the heck I'm doing to now I actually have a mission and I'm serving like that's right. powerful. So that's number one takeaway as far as just in this current time that I would want you to take away from this particular show. Um, the, this, the thing about myself and what I would recommend. And in fact, this actually is something that sparked some thought earlier today. I was watching an interview by Mark Zuckerberg and he was talking about 
when he was starting Facebook, he's like, if you really look at it, all the cards were against me. Uh, you know, I, I'm in my dorm room and the companies that were actually, that actually had these platforms out, they had all the money, the time and the resources far more than I ever had. So like what actually allowed me to thrive beyond those, beyond those companies is like, it was because I just cared more. <laughs> like simply just caring more is a massive competitive edge that you can have in business. Um, you can out like out care your competition. You know, if you're going into business and you're trying to figure out how to serve just the actual natural act of just really caring and serving unconditional giving, you know, all that stuff will pay you, you know, you will be paid for the fruits of your labor and you will be awarded very handsomely for that effort. You can't, you can't receive without giving first period. Amen. Amen. I, I, I agree. That's, that's huge, man. So tell everybody how to get in touch with you. So that way, you know, they can, you know, be part of your, your fantastic, fantastic group, man. Yeah. So I'm going to make this really easy for you. It's www.connectwithjake.com. And I, every time I do a podcast, I always tell this little story. In fact, I learned this from my mentor because people are like, really, that's it. There's no Instagram handle or anything. No, just connectwithjake.com. And that will actually take you to my Facebook group, which is at, at this day of time, the best place to connect with me, which is in my Facebook group. But if you're listening to this show 10 years from now and Facebook somehow falls off the face of the earth and there's something new out there, then connect with Jake will be the new place. So no matter when you're listening, connectwithjake.com is the best place to always connect with me. And at the moment, it's the Facebook group, Brainiac Mobile. This is where it will direct you. Outstanding. Outstanding. Well, Jake, again, dude, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. I really do appreciate it. I really do appreciate, you know, your pouring knowledge into the tribe, man. And I really, truly do wish you all the success in the world, man. I really do think that you're on the cutting edge of something, something really big that is really, really going to create a lot of people's legacies, but it's going to change the world, man. And, and I appreciate you for what you're doing, man. And, and good luck to you, man. God bless you, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it, Sean. Yeah, not a problem, man. So guys, remember, I'm going to have all this in the show notes. And, you know, so you guys can go ahead and connect with Jake because this is, I'm telling you, this is going to be cutting edge. This is definitely cutting edge. But as always, my tribe, be blessed. But most importantly, especially today, be that blessing. Until next time.